Hey everyone, this is Matt Reynolds, the president and founder of Spirit and Truth, and I want to thank you for listening to the Spirit and Truth podcast. Uh, We're so grateful to connect with you. Today, before we begin our episode, I just wanted to uh, share this special message and just ask you to consider prayerfully partnering with our ministry through giving. I don't know if you know this or not, but Spirit and Truth is a standalone 501c3, and everything that we do as a ministry, from our uh, church equipping to all of our resources like Firebrand Magazine to our global partnership and church planting in places like Kenya, all of it is made possible through individuals just like you and through churches who believe in our mission to help raise up more and more people who are empowered by the Spirit, rooted in the truth, and mobilized for the mission. And so we're in a critical time of fundraising right now as a ministry, and we'd love for you to prayerfully consider becoming one of our ministry partners. If you'd like to do that, you can go to spiritandtruth.life slash give, and we would appreciate anything that you might be able to give, either a one-time gift or even becoming a monthly ministry partner. All of the information is available there on the website. Again, thanks so much. Thanks in advance for partnering with us in this in this mission to see the church really become fully alive, both in the U.S. and around the globe. Uh, we love you, and we, we appreciate getting to partner with you. Welcome back to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. I'm Maggie Elmer, and on today's episode, Matt, Emma, and I sit down with Pastor Brian Brownlow and go over some testimonies from the recent Spirit and Truth Discipleship Weekend that we had at Lake Ridge Methodist Church in Lubbock, Texas. It's a great conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Welcome back to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. I'm Maggie Ulmer, and today we are on Zoom with a very special guest, but we're going to take turns introducing ourselves. I'm Emma Winchester. And I'm Matt Reynolds. And? Brian Brownlow at Lake Ridge Methodist Church in Lubbock, Texas. Hey, Brian. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. I'm sure happy to be here. This is exciting. And so I've always, I've already learned something. I've always, this first podcast I've ever done, and you know, there's the podcast voice in that intro. And so I've gotten to talk to Maggie and face to face. And then when she came on and did it, it was, it's real. There's the, and she, you're so, that's great. I mean, you had it. That's the She's podcast intro. It's just the podcast. And <laughs> hope, it trans- awesome. hope it translates for me because I usually stumble over everything. So we'll see. <laughs> it is true. It kind of just is a little button that gets flipped inside my head, but, um, <laughs> We're so grateful to have you on the podcast today. We were just recently at your church, Spirit and Truth was, and um, we're going to just have a conversation today about what an awesome experience that was. Matt, do you want to jump in here and ask some questions? Well, uh, Pastor Brian is the executive pastor at Lake Ridge Methodist Church in Lubbock, Texas, like you mentioned, and it's an incredible church uh, doing really beautiful things in Lubbock. And it was our first time being in that, uh, in that city together as a spirit and truth team. And we just, it was a blessing to us. We had just a great time, um, uh, with, uh, pastor Brian and his wife and, uh, getting to know pastor Lindell, who's the, the lead pastor there and just awesome, awesome staff, awesome folks. And, um, they're a part of the global Methodist denomination. And so we went down to do, um, uh, we called it a discipleship conference, it was a Spirit and Truth weekend, really on uh, life in the Spirit, evangelism, discipleship, and um, just had an awesome, awesome time together, worship, and then we got to have uh, some time with the staff also on Monday. 
Pastor Brian, what was um, what was that experience like for you? Maybe just start us off, just share a couple highlights of what you, you know, what stuck out to you from the weekend that we just shared together. Yeah, so I'll, I'll start with with me and then uh, share as best I can what I, uh, it's always hard to speak on behalf of someone else or, or even a group because your perception sometimes is different from uh, what other people's are. But um, for me, it was, uh, it was my daughter's getting married uh, and it was less than a week after the conference. And so as we approached it, there was a lot of uh, just the pressure of all the things that were going on and all exciting, lots of great stuff. But uh, there was just that, a little bit of trepidation. And so my wife and I decided to, uh, to pray and to, to fast the, the three days prior to the, the, uh, 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 conference. And for me, fasting has always been probably the greatest benefit has been clarity. Um, mm. I hear from God the best when, when I'm fasting and I know there's so many different benefits for it, but that's been the piece that's always been so great for me. And I didn't necessarily, get that during the fast, but I really did on the weekend, everything that I had been anticipating, uh, and really honestly thinking, okay, did I prepare enough? Have I <laughs> set the table for God, um, you know, uh, to do his thing, um, is all that going to come to pass? And, uh, and it did once that day started, there were still lots of moving parts and lots of things that were going on, but I was able to just really let the Holy Spirit just move within me. And so a lot of times when you're the host and uh, people are listening to this, if you know, whenever you're, whenever you're the host, whether it's having somebody at your house or a conference or whatever it is, you know, when you're kind of quote unquote in charge, you become the the worker. You, you know, we shift into Martha mode, no matter, you know, even if that's not yeah. our personality, that's our role. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, you know, take care of business. And yeah, there are, there is a piece of that, but for that, that day for me really was, um, there were still lots to do, but in the midst of the doing, there was a lot of being, there was a, uh, a lot of just being in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so I got so much out of it. Uh, we have what we call encounter more, which is once a month, it's a prayer and praise service. And I, uh, always attend, but I, uh, and I support it strongly, but I've told everybody that's a part of it. Look, me staying kind of keeping this at arm length has nothing to do with my support for it. It's a selfish thing. Encounter more is somewhere I get to go and just be a part of it. I don't have any role. I'm not in charge. I don't plan it. I don't, you know, do whatever. And I so love that because I just get to be a part of it. And so Saturday for our, our conference, uh, I still had those tasks and was still scurrying around a few things, but the Holy Spirit was really, really uh, cool in that and that he just, um, and that's what it should, you know, as I'm saying that, I know that's the way it should always be. I'm a little embarrassed that, uh, you know, that's, uh, was, was unusual for me. I know that that's the way it uh, is meant to be, but I don't always honestly experience it that way, but I really did. So for me, that was probably the, the best part of the, um, the day and the weekend, you know, for our folks, um, I was so pleased that, uh, there were so many testimonies. I was a little worried about, you know, we, you guys stayed over and I know folks listen to this, don't know kind of how this was set up, but you guys were there all day Saturday. And one of the things we did on faith was that on Sunday uh, we were going to carve out time for the testimonies that would come out of Saturday. Now for a church that uh, we're not a mega church by any means, but we're large enough that we're pretty, <laughs> we're 
pretty structured on Sunday and we've got everything planned out and, you know, by the minute and those types of things. There was a little trepidation at worship review on the Wednesday. Uh, so for those of you on church staffs who are listening to this, you're like, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, okay, what are we, uh, we're just going to be ready for some people to get up and talk. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, how's that going to go? And um, what well, went great. Uh, you guys challenged uh, our folks on Saturday to go out and just ask a simple question. Uh, how can I pray for you um, and see what God does? Uh, and he showed up in so many ways. And when he got back and we had opportunities for debrief, uh, there were just so many people who, you know, said I was scared to death. I, this is not what I signed up for, but this was really cool. Uh, and just were able to share those and uh, to see God do that. And then for those folks to have the courage, uh, many of whom uh, are like most people have a fear of public speaking to stand up in front of the worship service on Sunday. Here's the mic, mic thrust in my face. And to be able to share that um, was really, really powerful. And so we're still pretty fresh from that. And so I'm, I'm believing in faith that there's going to be some things that will come from that that we just haven't seen yet for people who were there on Sunday. Yeah. Um, who got a little bit of that overflow. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Well, uh, you have some wonderful folks there at part of your church. Uh, just to, to kind of paint a picture for everyone, uh, uh, Lake Ridge is a pretty big church, uh, multiple services, different kinds of worship, a large campus. They have, um, they're kind of the, the, I think the largest global Methodist church in, in that conference and, um, and really a leader for that, for that region, I believe. And so, to see uh, your church just embrace this and, you know, kind of willingness to take the risk on some of those things, you know, doing some stuff a little out of the ordinary with the the prayer outreach and having people share testimonies on Sunday morning and, um, yeah, all of that. It was just really beautiful to watch. And so I just want you to hear that from us. We're really grateful for your willingness to to jump in and as a leader in the region to embrace this uh, kind of a weekend is really a testimony to your leader, Pastor Lindell and, and kind of what you're trying to build there at Lake Ridge. So that's awesome. Yeah. One of the things that um, I was particularly blessed by was just the range of people who were present. You know, we had people of from in their twenties to, um, as as Tony likes to say, uh, more seasoned saints, and um, and it was just it was just a real blessing to and everything in between. It was just a real blessing to see those at people at every stage of life experiencing the Holy Spirit, um, digging into the things of formation about how to partner with the Holy Spirit, and just um, trusting Him to to guide those, those moments during prayer outreach and things like that. But, and, and no one came back without something to testify to. And, and they were powerful testimonies there. I mean, moving guys really showed up. It was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Emma, what sticks out to you uh, from the weekend? You've been a part of these weekends a bunch of times now, different places, uh, what was your experience like at Lake Ridge? Yeah, I loved this church. Yeah. I mean, I was so excited for this trip, not only because we hadn't traveled in a few months, but also I just felt like the joyful anticipation of the Lord before the trip. Um, you know, I remember when we were praying as a team before the trip and 
uh, we all just shared like the Lord's just waiting, just waiting and waiting and waiting and like so excited to meet with his, his children. And I think that, I mean, this is cliche, but it's the thing that I always enjoy so much is just being able to witness and to be a part of God meeting with his people, with his children. And um, I mean, it's such a privilege and an honor to be able to go into a church and to, you know, pray with people and challenge people and encourage them. And um, so I think that that is always my favorite thing, but there was all, there was just something really sweet about this church and about how receptive they were um, and how willing and hungry they were to to reconnect or to go deeper with the Lord. So that really blessed me. Pastor Brian, what um what what's your prayer request going forward? I mean, what do you what are you hoping to to see God do? And what's what's the fruit that you would love to see come out of this as people are, you know, been stirred up in amidst of that weekend? What what are you really praying for? Yeah, that um God would fan this um, you know, flame. Cause I think we've got more than an ember that came out of it. Um and that, uh, you know, we use all the cliches and, and the metaphors for uh, for revival, many of them rightfully so, uh, you know, scripturally, we see that as a fire, uh, the movement of the Holy Spirit. Um, and, um, you know, trying to remind myself that um, the things you guys talked about, it being intentional is, is the big word. Um, you know, we talked about discipleship, intentional, relational, um, you know, reproducible, missional, um, and I think the intentional is first for a reason. Unless we're intentional, those other things don't um, don't really take place. And so I, I realize we have to be intentional. And at the same time, it's that that tension with the Holy Spirit, the both and. It's not up to us. We, we yeah. have to step forward in faith. God's going to respond to faith. Sit on our hands. We probably won't see anything uh, or see much. I think we'll see less. You know, God's always going to move. You know, he's not dependent on us. But he's he wants us, and so mm-hmm. now, so my prayer is that this would would spread, and it would do it in in a um, an organic, multiplying way. That the that the uh, we wouldn't have to have a, a conference per se, as, as beautiful as that was, and wonderful and, and, and intentional. Uh, but that 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 would then spark people to just do what we did, not as an activity that was a part of the discipleship thing we did back in August in 2023. That was really cool we should do that again. <laughs> um, but something that we begin to do all the time that those testimonies would start cropping up. Yeah. Just, you know, somebody just calls and said, Whoa, you're not going to believe this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what God did. Um, uh, and just that those opportunities and the big, I think the next step for us is to encourage people to, uh, uh, to be intentional in listening. I love so much the intentionality of just going out and saying, Hey, how did, how can I pray for you? Um, but what I found is that when you have our spiritual eyes and ears open, we start to see those. They yeah. just happen. God just presents them uh, in a way that's, um, you know, really, really powerful. Uh, and that's 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 my hope for our church, that we would really begin to to see that. And I um, just came up. I, I'll make this quick. I've got a quick story of that just not too long ago. I have breakfast every Monday with accountability group, three guys and a man walked up and he was pretty agitated, big, very uh, large uh, physical 
um, stature and a booming voice. He wasn't angry. He was just loud. And so everybody in the restaurant's mm-hmm. not that big, but it's a decent size. So everybody can hear him. Not that he was screaming or it's just one of those things, right? You kind of look over and this guy's talking. He's, he asked us, if we live close by. Well, we live in Lubbock and you know, not, not really close to here. And we weren't sure what he was asking. He goes on to say the water and this water, the pH is bad. It's acid. And he's just really agitated about this. It's not drunk or care. He's just, he's just clearly not happy about the water in his area. Right. And we're just sitting there going, what is this guy talking about? We're trying to think, uh, I, I don't know. Sorry. So he sits down he tells this young lady that he's with, um, well, I'm going to be talking about this. He uses an expletive <laughs> all day today. And at that moment, God said to me, you need to ask him if he knows about the living water that comes from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we finished eating. We're usually there a while because we're meeting whatever and people come and go. Sure enough, they left about the same time we did. So I met him out front and uh, I'm sitting like, okay, he's going to think this is crazy. But um, I just said, um, listen, I, I want to honor what you said. And I know you were serious. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to blow off your question. I know that that was a, a genuine question. So please don't misunderstand me. Um, I know the water's, you know, been bothering you, but God just told me to ask you if you know the living water that comes from Jesus. And he said, yes. And he starts talking to me about church and he starts doing things. And God's just telling me, Hey, you know, uh, you know, say to him that you're a part of a church. One of the things I, I very rarely, I'm not ashamed of it, but I very rarely ever lead with the fact that I'm a pastor because the the conversation changes. Yeah, uh, It's just people are different when they find out you're a preacher. So I just don't say that. So I said, well, you know, I'm a part of a church and it's a really, it's a wonderful thing for me. It's one of the best things in my life. But I know for a lot of people, it's it's not. And that immediately, um, they didn't say anything, but both of them just quickly um, you could tell in their body language, he'd been telling me all about the church, but they, they connected with that statement. They knew yeah. this church had not best, best for them. And so the young lady that he was meeting with was, uh, uh clearly, uh, trans. And, um, so he, this gentleman told me that he had been meeting with her for some time. And so got to the point where I asked him, could I pray for them? And I did and just prayed for them and their identity. And, uh, when we were done, I said to the gentleman, you know, it's big guys, probably six, four, I don't know very imposing physical guy I said, I just sense that you are somebody that's going to really reach out and, and help people. And he had told me that's kind of what he was doing with this young lady. And, uh, he ducked his head, this big giant man and said, you're going to make me cry. And, uh, he asked for my phone number. And my next thought was, Oh, <laughs> but I stepped into this. Hey, this is hey, I, I opened this conversation. So I gave it to him. So he texted me that day and, you know, pardon me guys on the podcast here, but he just, I mean, he was, he was real. Man, yeah. we just appreciated the hell out of you. You and yeah. just and especially Ashley told me name I, your first names and uh, just um, uh, couldn't believe that a perfect stranger would uh, say this. And it opened up other conversations. And if you ever want to have another conversation, you know I'm uh, I'm up for it. And so those kinds of things, I think, um, you know, God provides. He yeah. was talking about water. His water's acidic. It was bothering him. You know, it was a real tangible thing that was there. But God in that moment said, here's what the conversation needs to be about. And so those are things we're trying to, to cast as a vision for our folks. Um, and we started with just, hey, go ask people. Go be intentional. Just start it. But then yeah. be aware that God's going to open up a lot of things. You start to be intentional, but also intentional about paying attention. And so that's that's really what I want to see you know, our, our folks have those experience and telling those stories and testimonies. 
Amen. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful testimony, Brian. And that's I mean, what you're what you're describing is just contains all of the principles that we were really trying to help people grab onto this weekend. You were you're avail- you made yourself available, you were listening for the prompting of the spirit, then you acted in obedience and you just you took a risk and did what what the Lord told you to do. And then there was fruit that came from that, you know, because uh God has a way of just knowing what's needed and then when you listen to him you know good things happen and so uh praise God. that's awesome that's that's um really encouraging and it was cool uh to hear some of your uh folks sharing uh, maybe not as uh always as you know dramatic encounters but having these uh, experiences of taking that kind of risk for the first time you know i know some of the folks that i talked with it was the first time they'd ever done anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, going out and praying for folks and realizing, you know, a couple of them just said, you know, I just realized I can do this. I can actually talk to somebody, you know, and pray for somebody. And um, when you start to see the way God moves, when you take little steps, it gives you courage. It gives you faith to take even bigger steps. And so uh, praise God for that. Maggie, you were going to say something over I was just going to say that one of the things that was really evident in the testimonies that were given by the people um, at Lake Ridge was how seriously they took the listening part. It was just so evident when we're giving their testimonies. They were like, we were listening. And even, you know, um, some of them talking about we went here, then we went here, then I then I saw someone and I turned towards them and then I turned away. And then the Lord was like, no, you have to go back to that person. You know, yeah. it was just really I'm that's one of I love that because I mean I identify with the tension of that a lot, you know. And and just as you're saying, Matt, the risk and it is it's hard to like jump over that little hurdle sometimes, but God is so faithful. You know, he doesn't, he does not, um, he doesn't set you up for humiliation or, or failure. You know what I mean? There's even, even when people turn you down, it's still productive in the kingdom sense of what productivity is. You know, one of my favorite testimonies, uh, from this weekend was one of the ladies that shared, they felt, uh, prompted by the spirit to go to a park and they thought it was to, uh, maybe pray with kids. But when they got to the park, there was a lady, you know, laying by a tree um, that they felt like God was nudging them to go talk to. And it turned out she was, she was weeping and she was actually had her Bible open. She was crying out to God over some real, you know, serious stuff going on in her life. And um, lo and behold, you know, God had arranged it and sent a couple of people to meet her right there and to bless her and to pray for her. And she, you know, that woman, I'm sure, got to experience this kind of tangible symbol to say, oh my goodness, as I'm crying out to God, literally crying, God sees me and he sent someone to pray for me, you know. And um, it was cool to hear that testimony shared because it's those kind of moments you realize like, how in the world does God orchestrate this stuff? I don't know, but he does, you know, he's God, you know. And Amen. that that encourages the faith of those that, you know, they they felt prompted to go to a park, and sure enough, it's exactly where God wanted. So that's encouraging. Yeah. It was cool along those lines. The people who felt God was telling them, you know, families was their thing. Well, they got there, and 
another park and there weren't any families. So like, Oh, you know, I must've heard that wrong. But then he ends up uh, encountering a gentleman can't really see the, the back windows are kind of tinted. It's a grandfather with a grandson who's taking them out because the little boy's sister's fallen is in the hospital and broken some arms and there's lots of family things going on. So there's very much a, a prayers were for the family and how they saw that they did hear from God. And it, often it just doesn't, it's not, we, we kind of think, Oh, that's, this is what this is going to look like. We know, uh, we think we've got a, a, an idea, but God just works it out in beautiful ways. Um, and so cool because we know that that's God. You know, when yeah. he, mm-hmm. he brings it all together, um, but it's not how we planned it or we thought it was going to come. And it's so clearly him. Amen. Yeah. It, I want to share one testimony. I don't think we got to share this with you, Brian, yet, but um, kind of on the same spectrum, but the other end of the spectrum, we, uh, when Matt and I were together, we were praying, um, doing prayer line ministry and this woman uh, kind of towards the end comes up to us and she says, I I just wanted to come up to you because I wanted to celebrate something with you. I wanted to celebrate something that the Lord has done. I don't need prayer, but I, I want I want you to know so that we can celebrate and praise God. And she was like bouncing off of the walls. She was so excited. This little woman just like you could just tell that she was free. And she goes, I have been struggling for three years. Was that right, Matt? Three yeah. years? She said, I've been struggling for three years and um, I just have had this stronghold and I've been so angry. I've been blaming everyone, been blaming God. You know, I haven't been able to receive. Just goes on and on about struggle that she's been having for so long. And she said, and today something broke. It broke off yeah. of me and I... I am, I feel so free. And, um, and it, it was the sense of like, man, I haven't been able to receive from, from the Lord in so long. I haven't been able to hear his voice, but today was the day that he set me free. And now I can hear him. Now I can see him. And I just want to praise him now. Yeah. And that was, you know, awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was so beautiful. And, um, it just shows how people are at so many different places, you know, when we come to a church and some people are like, man, I'm so ready to listen. I'm so ready to go out and pray for people. And other people are just at the breaking point of saying, God really delivered me today. You know, he touched me and now I can receive so that so I can go out and be obedient. And so that was just another testimony of how the Lord moved among us. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, two things. One, I'm I'm just curious about this because one of my favorite parts about going on these trips is that, um, and I think maybe I enjoy this because I'm married to a pastor, is that I always love watching the pastors watch their people do things they've never maybe seen them do before. And I'm just wondering what that experience was like for you. Yeah, you know, um, some of the people who um, shared the testimonies, um, I was, um, I've heard them share testimonies similar, you know, different things, and and know that God's been working in their lives. But there were several individuals who, um, you know, they didn't have to say, "I was scared to death. I don't ever do this." 
I love them. No job. But I knew they don't ever do this. Yeah. Well, most people don't that, ever do right. that. Most people don't ever do that. So that was really one of the cool things was seeing them uh, and having the courage to share it, uh, especially on Sunday, because it's not about the, you know, the stage and the line. That, that wasn't it. Cause that, um, you know, for those who are listening to this, that the Sunday morning when we shared the testimonies again, um, I'll, I'll just jump in here and say something you guys heard me say uh, leading up to this. Um, um, we made arrangements for this to happen. I guess got it scheduled about a year ago. And uh, in the first conversation we had, um, someone on your team, um, when you were describing how the weekend would look, just said, okay, what happens on Sunday? Well, you know, this, this, and this. And you said, uh, the focus for Sunday is to stir the waters for those who are not there on Saturday, who came to the, the quote conference that we had on Saturday. And I wrote that down and it stuck with me and it just continued to stick, stick with me of all the things that we had planned and all the things that went on on the weekend and all the different pieces, all of which were wonderful. That was the thing that I kept, I don't know, hanging on to. I don't even know how to describe it. That was just a thing for me. I think it was the Holy Spirit emphasizing it. And so I was really anticipating, you know, what might happen. And so I was so excited and, and proud. I, I'll use that word. Yeah. Um, or um, I think in this case, it's, it's a good pride of, um, you know, our folks who were willing to get up there and um, and share that testimony because that was so much more powerful. You know, the guys, the members of your team are are great and very, you know, had a great message and, and I know had an impact and, and people heard that and it was a good piece of it. But you kind of expect it. I mean, it's the thing I say to people all the time. I hope people trust me. I hope I know that they trust our lead pastor. Um, um, you mentioned earlier, I'm the executive pastor here, so I don't, I don't preach as often, uh, our Lindell, our, our lead pastor preaches most of the time. And I know, uh, people trust him. His messages are powerful. He's an excellent communicator, great, great preacher, but there's things that people expect the preacher to say. They yeah. come and, you know, it's kind of, and it's not like they, but it's sometimes a little easier to dismiss. I don't know. <laughs> Just kind of, well, that's, that's the preacher's job. We want him to say that her, but, um, when those folks got up there and talked about living that out, that was really, really, it's the power of testimony. We all know it, but uh, it's nothing new, but uh, it's, it's really exciting and encouraging to see it lived out and to see the tangible evidence of it um, in ways that, you know, we didn't give them a list. Hey, would you get up and give this announcement? <laughs> yeah. Um, would you get up and tell everybody, Hey, it was great on Saturday. You should have been there. It was really cool. Uh, but to tell them about what God did. Amen. Amen. The other thing was, is, um, I was just really impressed and pleasantly surprised when we were planning this whole event with you guys that you wanted to have a day set aside for staff people. And, um, I just, I loved that, you know, I'm ministry at speaking as a person who is works in ministry and then just, you know, obviously knowing people on staff in ministry position, um, lots of times we're the last people in line to the well. And I just really loved that. And, um, it was for the part that, that Emma and I participated in, we loved it and we were very blessed by it. And, um, just grateful that you, that you in, were intentionally planned at that part. Yeah, unintended, go ahead. Sorry, unintended Brian. consequence of that was, uh, I mean, 
sort of intentional. We invited other staff. So it wasn't just our staff. We had some other churches who came and brought theirs, but there was a, uh, there was a little bit of, uh, um, you know, excitement with other churches in our conference. And so we're hoping to bring you guys back. I think we've already got a, a date and we'll pray about kind of what the focus for that weekend would be, but I definitely want that to be a conference wide. And this was promoted uh, you know, we kind of hosted it and it was, but we promoted it conference wide. It was at our annual conference, et cetera, et cetera. So it was definitely, that was always our perspective, but I, I think it'll, it takes another step when there others from other churches in our conference are actually involved in the planning and those types of things, rather than just being invited to something here and, you know, everybody, everybody's welcome, you know, y'all come. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm excited about doing is, is, uh, because as you know, talked about going into the global Methodist church and recapturing that connectionalism, what does that look like? We use that word, but we don't really do very well with that. It's, 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 it's a, it's a term. It's not really something that we live into at least, at least here. I don't yeah. know if that's for everybody, but, um, we've been really having conversations around the, the GMC about keeping things lean and not getting fat and going back to where we were. Um, but, uh, but still holding on to that connectionalism and how do we, how do we do that? Uh, and I think this is a great way that we worship together, that we uh, pursue. And so I'm really looking forward to that becoming a more conference wide um, event. Yeah. Well, it was a, yeah, it was a blessing for us. And I love the combination of people, um, ministering to others you know like with the prayer outreach and stuff and even the, the disciple making training you know there's an emphasis on the way in which god wants to use us in the life of others but at the same time throughout the weekend my sense is that people also are they're not just focused on giving but they're also receiving mm -hmm. and you know especially like saturday night um number of people that came forward for prayer just you know had a sense that god really met them in that you know um mm -hmm. saw god some powerful things there and um and then i know uh, maggie and emma their their role on monday during the staff day is they they had a prayer appointment uh schedule where people could sign up and just receive intentional prayer during the day and i was i was actually really encouraged and also reminded of how much we need it when when we made that announcement people almost ran over to the table because there was only six slots that we had available and we ended up and people showed up at the table right away. So we found a, you know, a way to do, they, they did a seventh one, but uh, the slots were just gone instantly, you know, and um, it just reminded me how much we all need that. We need to receive a touch from the Lord. We need to be renewed and reminded of his presence. And we need the, the ministry of other people as we're ministering to people we need the ministry of other people ourselves, you know, and uh, we saw that whole kind of give and take dynamic this weekend with, with everybody that was there. Well, this is, this has been fun, uh, a conversation and, uh, Brian, you've been such a blessing to us and to our team. And, uh, we were just really grateful that you're willing to get on the podcast and, uh, chat a little bit about this, um, Emma, Maggie, Pastor Brian, anything else you want to share before we wrap up for today? I'm just really grateful. You know, it, it was um, it was a real blessing that this was our the kickoff to our travel season. Um, I think did we have one other trip? No, anyway. But it just feels like uh, 
yeah, it, it really set the tone in such an awesome and expectant way. And we're just really grateful that you reached out. And um, we just, all of us were like, we really love that church. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'll just say anybody who's listening to this, you know, one of the things that she said, you know, we reached out, I had this came about, I, you know, I'm going with the whole story. Just bottom line was we, uh, um, you know, we're not, uh, Waving the Methodist flag, we are. We're proud of that. We're we're Wesleyan, but uh, you know we've learned that it's not about a denomination. It's not about a name. None of those things. But um, the things that I kept hearing was that if you're looking for, you know, um, um, an anointed, um, um, gospel, spirit-filled, um, you know, um, group that can uh, the Bible is called is called by God uh, to speak into the churches. Um, that is doing that from a Wesleyan perspective. Um, and that, that is important to us. And we don't, we don't apologize for that. Um, that this spirit and truth is uh, who you want to, who you want to talk to. And so I know this was not a, uh, it's not a paid advertisement, but I'm just, if anybody's listening to this and that's, that's where you are. If you're listening to this, Hey, that's, we'd love to have that at our church. Uh, if that's kind of what God's laying on your heart and that's your perspective, then, uh, you know, I just encourage you to, to reach out to this team because our, our church was truly, truly blessed. Well, thank you, Pastor Brian. We didn't, you know, <laughs> we, we didn't ask uh, you, you to share that, but we are grateful just to, for you to sh- share that. And, and this is our heartbeat is just, it's, and it's part of why we feel so blessed to get to do this. We get to meet such incredible people and see the ways that God is moving in different parts of the country, the way his spirit is kind of bubbling up these similar themes, you know, all over the church. And um, so it's a tremendous blessing, blessing for us as well. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Pastor Brian. And um, that has been our podcast for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in more information about Spirit and Truth, please go to our website, spiritandtruth.life. There you'll find all of the information you need. And if you are interested in supporting the mission and ministry of Spirit and Truth, go to that same website, spiritandtruth.life slash give. You'll find everything you need in place. All right. That's been um, that's been our conversation for today. And we'll come back to you in the next one. Bye. <laughs>